0: Today's New Testament reading is from Acts, the 21st chapter. After these days, we got ready and went up to Jerusalem. And some of the disciples from Caesarea went with us, bringing us to the house of of Nason of Cyprus, an early disciple with whom we should lodge. When we had come to Jerusalem, the brothers received us gladly. On the following day, Paul went in with us to James, and all the elders were present. After greeting them, he related one by one the things that God had done among the Gentiles through his ministry. And when they heard it, they glorified God. They said to him, You see, brother, how many thousands there are among the Jews of those who have believed. They are all zealous for the law, and they have been told about you that you teach all the Jews who are among the Gentiles to forsake Moses." telling them not to circumcise their children or walk according to our customs. What then is to be done? They will certainly hear that you have come. Do therefore what we tell you. We have four men who are under a vow. Take these men and purify yourself along with them and pay their expenses, so that they may shave their heads. Thus all will know that there is nothing in what they have been told about you, but that you yourself also live in observance of the law. But as for the Gentiles who have believed, we have sent a letter with our judgment that they should abstain from what has been sacrificed to idols, and from blood, and from what has been strangled, and from sexual immorality. Then Paul took the men, and the next day he purified himself along with them and went into the temple, giving notice when the days of purification would be fulfilled, and the offering presented for each one of them. When the seven days were almost completed, the Jews from Asia, seeing him in the temple, stirred up the whole crowd and laid hands on him, crying out, Men of Israel, help! This is the man who is teaching everyone everywhere against the people and the law and this place. Moreover, he even brought Greeks into the temple and has defiled this holy place AND WHEN THEY SAW THE TRIBUNE AND THE SOLDIERS, THEY STOPPED BEATING PAUL. THEN THE TRIBUNE CAME UP AND ARRESTED HIM, AND ORDERED HIM TO BE BOUND WITH TWO CHAINS. HE INQUIRED WHO HE WAS AND WHAT HE HAD DONE. SOME IN THE CROWD WERE SHOUTING ONE THING, SOME ANOTHER. AND AS HE COULD NOT LEARN THE FACTS BECAUSE OF THE UPROAR, HE ORDERED HIM TO BE BROUGHT INTO THE barracks. And when he came to the steps, he was actually carried by the soldiers because of the violence of the crowd. For the mob of the people followed, crying out, Away with him! This is the word of the Lord. For today's meditation on God's word, we welcome Pastor David de Pauli.
1: Grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. In our reading today, we find Paul concluding his missionary journey and returning to Jerusalem in order to bring the relief offerings gathered abroad to help the church in Judea. However, he receives there a rather mixed welcome. There's an old saying that no good deed goes unpunished, and it seems to hold true here. Paul made it back to Jerusalem in time to celebrate Pentecost, the ancient feast of the Jewish people, but also the anniversary of the birth of the church. But just as the Jewish leaders chose not to celebrate the zeal of the apostles for the gospel of Christ on that first Pentecost, so they choose only to find fault with Paul here. Even when the Christians were persecuted, and many were scattered out of Jerusalem years before, there remained a congregation of believers who would not abandon the city and give up on her people. They were tiny in comparison to their heyday, but they remained faithful, proclaiming the good news of salvation in the suffering, death, and resurrection of Christ for everyone even if everyone didn't want to hear it. This once great, but now small, mother church trusted in the promises of the Lord. And with the arrival of Paul and the relief offering, the Lord delivered them from the famine that was coming soon. On Paul's mission the declaration of sins forgiven brought many to repentance and faith in Jesus, as the Holy Spirit called, gathered, enlightened, and sanctified them with the good news. But just like at the Spirit's first outpouring at Pentecost, this upset the status quo of those who wanted religion and day-to-day life to be in smooth harmony. They would ruthlessly fight against this. In the 1st century, as well as today in the 21st century, the opponents of the gospel use guilt by association as an effective tool to incite hatred against those who would obey God rather than men. And today, just as then, The church has a tendency to give in to the unwise strategy of offering to placate the unbelieving crowds with small acts of compliance, trying to prove to them that we mean them no ill will, that we have no desire to offend them and their sensitivities. But it didn't work then, and it doesn't work now. The unbelieving world is willing to even break its own laws in order to punish those who would speak the truth of Christ in love and force them into either complete compliance or else a life as hunted exiles. Those who opposed Paul were even willing to kill him, but first they had to remove him from their temple so that it would not be stained by his blood. Propriety comes before even the value of life. It appeared for a moment as though Paul would be protected from the false religious establishment that had given in to the world. The secular civil government, the Roman authorities, saved Paul from being murdered by the mob, only to put him away in prison. You see, the world desires peace far more than it cares for standing up for good versus evil. We are not called to fight the world's fight, nor to offer to go along to get along, nor to keep our faith bound within the walls of our church. We are called to trust that the Lord is our very present help in time of trouble. We are baptized children of God, declared forgiven by His word fed and strengthened together in the meal we share even with the church in heaven you see even in these difficult latter days it's still all about Jesus Amen